0: This is the Ad Hero Podcast. The podcast that reveals marketing tips, trends, and techniques by industry experts, insiders, and influencers. For years, AdSymbol has helped businesses develop and launch campaigns to amplify their message, establish authority, and earn their lion's share of the market. This podcast will help you design and supercharge your plan to make an impact with valuable lessons you can apply in your business today. To get more information or start now, Visit AdSymbol.com. That's A-D-S-E-M-B-L-E.com. Let's get started.
1: Welcome to the Ad Hero Podcast. Coming to you every week on AdSymbol.com. My name is Gio Giovanni.
0: And I'm Matthew Livieri. I don't know what that wolf sound was, man. I was just inspired. It, it feels like a full moon kind of night. Yeah. letting the wolf out. Yeah, we're letting the wolf out here on the Ad Hero podcast. We we owe our listening audience a little bit of an apology because we had a little bit of an unexpected extended uh, delay last couple of weeks. We'll, 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 things just going on in the business, things going on in life. Yeah. Uh, transitions happening, things moving and shaking. But we're back, and we're excited to be back on the in the studio, in the Gino Giovanni studio that is. And I just want to give it up for Gino one more time.
1: Oh, thank you. Thank you. You know, I like that sound effect as we are your personal ad heroes. Yep. Uh, it's unprecedented times and we have a lot of unprecedented news to drop. Let's today. get into it. A block. Yes. So when we start the banter off, uh, let's start the banter off with some good news here. All right. Uh, jobs report came out and, you know, what? we're really uh, business owners. Goal orientated, self goal orientated here at Ad Symbol and the Ad Hero podcast. And, you know, the jobs performance has been going up uh, since last month, or actually two months ago. That's right. That's right. And not a big spike th- this last month, but you know, 1.8 million jobs were added as the unemployment fell from 11.1 to now down to 10.2. And so the job gains were from the leisure and hospitality, local government and retail, which is kind of like the previous months. And a lot of this information is coming from LinkedIn.
0: Okay. So what that translates for everybody is We know that 2020 is a year to forget. We know that uh, everybody's plans, business wise, personal wise, have kind of been thrown in an upheaval. But the takeaway there is things are slowly starting to get back to the way they were back in December, January, when there was a lot of optimism for what 2020 could be. Yes. So I think, you know, if everything continues this path, I think we can still maybe kind of sort of finish the year on a somewhat of a positive note. What do you think?
1: Well, what I, I'll, I'll backtrack. And I remember a close buddy of mine said once before 2020 hit, he's like, 2020 is going to be crazy. And I thought it meant like in a positive way, but I really do think now that, Hey, look, this is a good test and we'll see what happens. Like if we can get out of this great, which so far things looking like it's possible 2021, just might be the year to recover from 2020
0: let's make 2021 the year of the <laughs> <laughs> let's Ch- make 2021 Ch- the year of the economic rebound please for the love of god what else do we got uh, on tap in the news segment here my co-patriot compatriot
1: well uh you're gonna like this one so TikTok and WeChat may be banned in the United States come September
0: 15th. All right, so check this out, everybody. We recorded an episode several, a uh, few episodes back here on season two uh, entitled Don't Sleep on TikTok. I think that's right. what the episode was called. And literally the whole episode was some research we had done here as ad heroes on your behalf to bring you some interesting stats and some insights that we were seeing happening on TikTok. And it's basically like blowing up as the one of the fastest growing social media, brand new social media platforms, but now come to find out that apparently it is created, owned, and operated by two Chinese companies that are based in China.
1: Tencent Holdings and ByteDance. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.
0: And these entities may or may not be collecting the user data or because China is a communist country. Nobody knows what they're doing with the user data that so many millions of people, especially young people under the age of 15, I believe, 13, 15, a very popular age bracket on TikTok specifically. And so our president and the U.S. government administration having concerns over what that could mean has made this declaration that, hey, maybe we should just ban this thing along with this other program, WeChat, uh, which is also very popular. And just not even have it accessible here in the United States. Gino, what's your personal take on that? Uh,
1: So I'm finding out that one of the reasons is not just spying on the American public, but also the American government. And I didn't realize that government officials or anyone related to that will actually be using TikTok or WeChat.
0: Right. I was gonna say spying on who, like Will Smith <laughs> dancing to some music video. Yeah, you
1: notice that it's always like two people dancing in like right. they're in sync.
0: I mean, spy all you want on that. You're not. That's not telling you much. Right. But
1: I guess it's the data that comes from people's phones. Uh, i mean i'm su- suspecting after all these articles i've been reading the last couple of weeks about it right uh also to trying to find out if um uh well <laughs> actually it might not even be banned uh just yet unless microsoft or even i've heard apple could uh, be buying right. it
0: right that's the that's the other update there is if an american company buys it then it could Live on here in the United I don't know. I don't know what to think about any of this yet. Well,
1: right. And and one the other thing I was going to say was that the ad revenue, I don't know how much revenue that they've been bringing in, but it's been soaring up because TikTok has began such a huge momentum. Guys like Gary Vee has been even saying, like, don't sleep on TikTok. Uh, and I think because of that, a lot of people have really caught on and okay, advertisers have, I mean, that's the, that's the one and only way that this company has been making money off this app has been because of the advertising.
0: Okay. So basically everyone listening to this episode, you guys got to get on social media and connect with us because we'll keep you afloat when D day drops, which is supposedly September 15th. Uh, we'll, we'll be talking about this on social and interacting with you guys on what you think about this situation. So uh, stay tuned. Yes. All right. Stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Moving right along. What's next? Moving right
1: along. So, you know, we always talk about Marvel Comics, DC Comics, and whatever else, you know, floats under the uh, comic book realm, especially the <laughs> <laughs> the movies. Um, but this is unprecedented. Actually, and this relates so a m c you know big a m c chain theaters that you know have been losing money the last few quarters, billions of dollars worth with a b uh and Universal, you know with Comcast, they have partnered together and are now doing this deal where Universal will play its movies and after seventeen days will have the option of pulling their movies out of the theaters or keeping them in. But we'll also be showing their movies on video on demand on iTunes and Amazon. What?
0: <laughs> so why is that such a landmark? To, you're loving the sound effects today. I love it. Yes. Uh, why is that such a landmark thing uh, to, to be dropping here? Because, I mean, for anyone who doesn't know who's listening in right now, maybe you could just give the... Uh, brief, very brief historical overview of how movies are traditionally shown in film uh, in theaters and how the payout uh, payouts take place. So traditionally,
1: uh, movie theaters uh, make a they, they make the first week. There's a big percentage that they make on the first week of a film that's in theaters. And then every sub, every week uh, subsequently gets the percentage basically diminishes. Mm. So the longer it's in the movie theater, the less the is brought into the movie theater itself. However, movie theaters make the most money off of their concessions. Right. So AMC doing a big overhaul and not only in their theaters with sound and visual, but they also, and seating, uh, but they also uh, invested in restaurants, oh. uh, bars, so they're trying to in, increase their, their revenue. And I'm sure it, it, it was until COVID hit. And this actually came from Deadline. Uh, let me just read this real quick for those of you who don't know what's going on. Late last month, the nation's largest chain theater uh, linked with the landmark deal that smashed the theatrical window. It will let Universal and Focus feature release play at AMC theaters for a 17-day exclusive theatrical window after which Universal has the option to make titles available on PVOD platforms uh, with some kind of revenue sharing. Other big exhibitors, Cineworld, the parent of Regal, and Cinemark called the agreement a bad move and did did some small
0: ones. As did some small ones. So basically that $25 popcorn that we all get suckered into buying uh, is really where the theaters make the bulk of their money after that initial week of That's the release. Correct. Okay, well, you know, if a movie's if a movie's really... Su- like, I'm waiting for the Venom 2 trailer to drop. I've been making that very well known. Uh, They keep teasing us, telling us that they're going to drop the Venom 2 trailer. Where is my Venom 2 trailer? I don't see it. I'm getting very angry. <laughs> but when that movie finally does get released, I mean, isn't 17 days... That's over two weeks. Isn't that enough time for the the diehard fans to go see it.
1: Now remember, that's a Sony picture. That's a Sony property. Oh god. So
0: <laughs> I get all confused. Okay, okay, take take Venom away. Yeah. Use use a Universal. Use a Universal film.
1: So Trolls is what started this all.
0: All right, okay. So isn't 17 days long enough for most people to get to the theater and see Trolls? Like it doesn't seem like day 18, 19, 20, etc. The theaters are really going to have that much of a diminished audience because the bulk of the people are going to see the movie in the first two weeks. No,
1: I I, I think so. Um, So and, how
0: is this a bad deal? Well,
1: see what happens is is that all these other companies think it's a bad deal because they move blockbusters make their money off of the more they're in the theater. So like Avengers Endgame, you know, brought in what two point three billion dollars. Uh, Avengers, uh, Infinity War brought in over a billion. And then, uh, I think, you know, again, going with, the, uh, Black Panther, I think also brought in over. I got you I, got you, I okay. gotcha. So, so the re- yes. one of the reasons why we have these big theatrical releases mm. and we're able to see the movies, the way they are, these big blockbusters is because of all the revenue coming in. So the, so the, the, uh, uh, studios make the bulk of their money off of these big blockbusters. They don't make a whole lot of money off of like the little either in, well, obviously not the indie films because those are independent, but the smaller films. Okay.
0: So in summary, what you're saying is the 17 day idea is a bad deal because a film like infinity war, a film like black Panther, et cetera, even Titanic going back multiple years, maybe even decades now was in the theaters for so long before it was released on television or on a DVD that you could own in your home, the only place that a person could go see it was the theater. Yes. And even all those weeks later, I think Infinity War, if I'm not mistaken, was in the theaters for probably like six months.
1: Probably something like that. Something
0: like that, right? Yeah. So all those weeks later even if they're getting a very small percentage of the box office receipts they're still making a lot of money right in totality
1: yes a worldwide release
0: right so if they trim it down to just 70 day 17 day window and then universal can go release it on on demand and print it on DVDs and right. ship it out the theater only has that 7 day 17 day window to make the bulk of the money. Yes. And then, yeah, it still might be available to go watch it in the theater. But if I can check it out on my Amazon prime at my house, I'm not going to go to the theater. Right. So yeah. So now I see the other perspective of the argument.
1: Right. And you know, this all really relates to like COVID. I mean, th- if you go back a few months ago with the last trolls movie, and this is basically the uh, beginning of why all this happened, where the trolls movie uh was pulled from the theaters and went straight to on-demand. And AMC got mad about that and was actually banning all future universal films. Uh, And then this deal came out. And now it's funny because Regal Cinemark, all these other movie chains are like, no, this is a bad idea and we're not going to fall for it.
0: Uh, I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. Uh, This whole maybe... I mean, hopefully this is just like a pandemic type deal that they have in place and they have some sort of out clause where they can get out of it. But we'll have to wait and see. Uh, Again, the word on the street is get on. Get on. If you're listening to this episode and you like what you hear and you like the Ad Hero podcast, we really want to meet you in the online world. Uh, We're all over Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Come find us. Connect with us on these topics. Ask questions. We'll even give you a shout out. Hey, and
1: and on YouTube, leave a comment below. That's
0: right. All these episodes are being streamed on YouTube. You can go back and watch them, leave comments, and we're really looking to boost our engagement level on the social media front.
1: We want to know what you think, so leave a comment.
0: Cool. All right. We got our B block. What do we got dropping? (laughs) The main... The main meat and potatoes of the episode here. Dun dun
1: dun. Dun, I
0: don't know if I have a sound effect
1: for that one. Do we have a Uh, sound effect? (laughs) We'll
0: check in, getting back to you. So, this is all about ad tech. So, this episode today is really for people out there who are, if you're a small business owner or you work in a company in a marketing team and you're thinking about online advertising. There is a number of platforms that you can go create an account and do online advertising. And these are known as ad tech platforms. And they promise you a thousand different ways that you can hyper target your audience to in theory, maximize your ad spend or the dollars that you're putting into play. Okay. But you know, ad tech's place in the ecosystem of the online advertising world, how valuable really is it to you as the buyer? And then how about the people that own websites where these ads are appearing? So so if you're listening right now and you own a website that gets a lot of traffic, you might be asking yourself, hey, this would be pretty cool if I could start making money by putting some banner ads on my website. Makes so sense. May, so maybe I should... Makes dollars and cents. Maybe <laughs> I should... Sign up with one of these ad tech platforms and let them put ads on my website. But what's come out of this lately is a is a pretty groundbreaking study. And Gino, what did you learn from Forbes um, on this subject matter here?
1: Yeah, it's crazy. It came out today. Uh, so a <laughs> well, what they're basically finding is everything that you just said that the when you have a third party that you go to. And you, cause maybe you just don't know how to place ads on your website and this third party puts in what an app or some kind of code.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Usually a piece of code. Uh, you, you, if you own the website, you decide where you want the code to reside. You could either put it at the top of the website, the bottom, the left, the right. Uh, and, and, and the ad tech company will, will provide you that code with the, uh, dimensions of how they're going to place the ads on your website. So they kind of they kind of serve it up to you in a perfect little package. And then it, you either install it yourself in the code or you have your developer install it in the code. And then they verify it. And then boom, next time you log into your website, you would start seeing these ads automatically start to appear in those zones where you place this code.
1: Right. It's all based on, I guess, the data and the cookies right. of all the users. Right, right, right. So what they're finding out is like these advertisers is that if they don't go through these third parties, their revenue when investing back into advertising actually went up as opposed to having these third parties do it for them and they're only reaching about a few cents or so for every dollar that comes about. In fact, it states here in this site that or on this uh, story uh, business insider tested it out. They put $40,000 of investment into this third, these third parties. And they only saw $97 of proceeds. And the guardian found out that every, for what, for every one pound they spent 20 pence came back. So I guess pence is like cents.
0: Well, let's ask some <laughs> of our uh, listeners in the UK or our listening audience in the UK has been going up lately. I noticed, mm. uh, Thanks to Anchor for providing those analytics. Thank you, Anchor. Uh, So, yeah, really fascinating. So, uh, essentially, what this article is challenging is how much value is there in these ad tech services claiming that because they offer hyper-targeting and all this kind of different stuff. The thing is, when you log on to websites now, we've probably all experienced this. There's usually a thing that pops up that says, "Do you accept cookies tracking you on this oh, website?" I get those all the time, right? We all do now, mm-hmm. and that is a law. Uh, that's a that's a like a required by uh, global regulation law that was put into place. Okay, so all websites have to have that now, um, and you see it everywhere you go, and so most people click decline, that they don't want to be tracked anyways. So you own a really popular website. You sign up with one of these ad tech companies. They give you the code to put on your website to start serving you ads. The ad tech company goes, connects with, let's say, Nike or some big brand. And that brand spends $40,000 to put ads on the internet, including on your website, and all you get out of it is maybe 97 bucks, right? Because the ad tech company is keeping the bulk of that money. So that's pretty unfair, right? You as the website owner who's generating all the content, getting all the visitors, you should be getting a lot more of that. Now, on the flip side of that, if I'm Nike and I paid $40,000 to have my ads go places, it's kind of uh, telling that like my ad only appeared so many places because the ad tech company themselves like held on to most of the profits i guess you could say right so what this article is basically suggesting is you know if you own a popular website maybe consider you know just creating the banner ads yourself and just interacting with advertisers yourself and then you can keep more of the profits
1: Mm. they were saying that in the in an article uh or in this article that happened with uber and what they're stating is, is that no one was really clicking on the ads to add Uber. What they were doing was just going to, straight to the app for Uber and downloading it there.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. Okay. So, so the, those people were already knowing what Uber was, so they weren't even bother clicking on the ads. That's right. Wow, it's really fast. So it's
1: like, was it a waste or was it not a waste? Right. I mean, they went to the site and the or the app, right? So, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say that it was you know, I think if you're a brand that already has some strong brand equity and people already know your name, I think you can be more selective about where you are choosing to place banner ads. Like you think of like DoorDash and Ubers and you think of like brands like this, right? Even Apple computers and Amazons, they don't, need to sign up with an ad tech program to have their ads auto played places because they already have such a household name recognition that they can just be much more selective. And so one, one perfect example I could probably give even for our own website adsemble.com is that, you know, our website very specifically caters to the niche of out of home advertising and, and even more specifically digital out of home advertising. Okay, so if we were to sign up, and our website gets a lot of hits every single month, like thousands of hits every single month, tens of thousands of hits, in fact. If we were to sign up for one of these ad tech programs and install code on our website, they might start serving all kinds of different messages in our website. And that experience might not be that favorable Mm. because you have people... You know, we're trying to stay laser focused. So, you have people coming to our website looking for information about outdoor advertising and billboards, and then they might see a banner ad for like ballet school. (laughs) Now, that's the point that these ad tech companies tell you that they are looking at the dynamics of your website and keywords, and they're trying to understand what your website's about so that they only serve ads that are relevant to your website so that it makes sense. That's what they say. Right. But I've been on these websites too, where I've seen completely non relevant ads being displayed on people's websites. So now go back to my example in th- it, Theoretically what we could do is take the exact same space where we were going to use one of these ad tech programs. And, and instead of making pennies a day, for them to serve all these ads to our website, we could call people very specific to our industry and invite them to pay $25 a month, $50 a month, $100 a month to have a a banner ad on our website. And we just directly make that interaction with that other entity. Mm. So what's interesting about that is that's where this article is saying that this, uh, the BBC of the Netherlands here did this experiment and their ad revenues went up 79% year over year because they basically cut out the ad tech and they got rid of all this stuff and they just did the ad, they just negotiated and sold the ads on their website all by themselves.
1: Yes, it it also, you you mentioned about big brands, I forgot to mention this part, but uh, Chase, Chase Bank, Okay. And another well, they also conducted this, and they went or did their own thing, and they went from four hundred thousand websites that they were on to cut it down to five
0: thousand. Wow, really?
1: Yeah, and they and they saw profit. I don't know how much because it doesn't state. But sure. Yeah, they saw a, a profit. So, you know, they. I guess by doing this third party, some companies or they call them publishers, in this article uh actually saw loss in their company. explain that well i I wish I actually explained it more in here but i i'm thinking like from a business standpoint like uh okay you're you're paying all this money to generate another source of income, but you're finding out that most of that money actually goes towards the third party and you're only getting like so much money back mm. that it's a small amount. Okay. It just doesn't make any sense. Oh,
0: I got you. I got you. So okay. if I'm
1: spending a hundred bucks, but I'm only getting like one dollar back, well, that's not good ROI.
0: I totally understand. yeah, you know and I think that's what we're talking about here on this particular episode is you know, for the people out there that that you know if you're a marketing person in a bigger company, do your homework, do your research on which ad tech platform might make the most amount of sense for your company's brand because you want to stretch your dollars. If you have a thousand dollars a month to spend on ads online, then you want to align yourself with the best ad tech platform. That's going to get you the most for that thousand dollars. So do your research, look what other people are saying about what they've got on their ROI, et cetera, et cetera. If you own a website. Okay. um, and, And also to those marketers, don't be scared to call a company direct and be like, Hey, would you ever be open to me just paying you fifty dollars a month to have a banner ad on your website that promotes my product? Why does that make sense? People might a, people would do that. Yeah, people would do that. And if you own a website and it's and it has a good amount of traffic coming to it every single day, every single month, and you're considering to selectively put some banner ads around your website, do your research. Look, compare what an ad tech product could do. You know, obviously the benefits of the ad tech product are it's turnkey. Mm. You basically install the code and you're done. They do everything else for you. Yeah. But less headache. It is less headache, but it's less money in your pocket too. Right. So you get what you pay for. So you get what you pay for. So if you own a prop, you know, high traffic website, maybe take a shot at trying to negotiate with a few people in your vertical and say, Listen, my website is about air conditioning and heating. You sell I don't know whatever a complimentary product is, weather stripping. Hmm. Okay, how about you pay me twenty five dollars a month or fifty dollars a month, and I'll put a little I'll put a little logo for you on my website so that when any anytime somebody does air conditioning and heating, they can also be um, turned on to possibly getting some new weather stripping from your company. Yeah, it's just yeah. that easy, and then all of a sudden you just went from just making pennies pennies a month to making dollars a month. And that's how you can start leveling up. So that's really the question at hand and uh, take a deep dive on that. But yeah, we hope this uh, maybe we could put a link to this article in the show notes and people can read more about it. That'd be great. Uh,
1: comment below as well and let us know your thoughts. Uh, so finally, wrap up. Uh, Matthew, do you have anything? you? want Oh, to I have some plug. great news. We have <laughs> a
0: brand new VIP level subscriber to our ad symbol calendar Uh, web-based platform software. Um, That's our our tool that we use for people who don't know. That's our tool that we use that billboard owners use to kind of connect their billboard to or their locations to our marketplace. And it also has a wealth of other features in it. And so whenever we get a new VIP subscriber, uh, we we just love to celebrate them and help get the word out for them. So we would love to welcome sunshinebillboards.com To the AdSymbol family of billboard owners who use our software. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Shout out to Chris and Becky out in Louisiana. Um, We're really excited that they're on board, looking to have a lot of people check out their great location out in Louisiana. And uh, it's really nice. If you go on our website, you can see some photos, and we'll put a link to that on our show notes as well. So shout out, Chris and Becky. Welcome to the team.
1: That sounds great. That sounds great. And uh, how can they get a hold of you uh, our viewers and listeners. Well, yeah. I, I mean, we're all <laughs> over social
0: media. You got at Gigi Adsemble. You got at Matthew Olivieri. You got at Adsemble, uh All the social platforms, of course, Adsemble.com. Um We would love to hear from you. And, you know, if you do give us a, a shout, you can be expecting a swag pack in the mail. We've already had a few uh, listeners grab those. And uh, so that's a lot of fun. And uh, pretty excited to just keep building the community.
1: It's actually at GG Ad Hero. <laughs> what did I say? At, oh, that was geez. the old handle. Oh, old oh, hand. yeah. see, he updated on me.
0: <laughs> listening, listening, audience. that has been he it for a while. Uh, no, yeah. that was new for me. Oh, okay, okay, all right, all right. Uh, fair enough,
1: fair enough. And then on, and then on YouTube, Gino Giovanni presents, and also you'll be able to watch this on uh, Ad Symbol on YouTube.
0: So All right, let's check it out. Let's uh, take us home, and I think this is a good episode. All right, well, thank you for listening and
1: watching here on the Ad Hero Podcast. Make sure to check us out. Uh, we upload every Friday uh, midnight Pacific Standard Time. Okay. My name is Gio Giovanni,
0: and this is Matthew Livieri signing out. Now we out. We out.
1: Want to advertise big and build massive brand authority at the same time? It's easier than you think. Open
0: Display by AdSymbol lets you advertise on digital billboards nationwide. Just go to opendisplay.com for a free account to get started.